podcast the show where i cover the least in the best way possible i'm your host jason wells week 11 officially wrapped up um honestly a lot of good games a lot of close games it kind of came down to the wire at the end um and i'll be honest because that's the kind of person i am honest accountable always am um some people might think differently but always am uh but yeah, uh, Sunday, I did not start watching football until like 3.34 because again, it was my lovely girlfriend's birthday. We went to the spa, got all relaxed, and then came back, watched football, chilled out, made some wings. It was a good day. Um, so yeah, didn't actually get to watch most of the games, but uh, honestly, this is the most prepared podcast I feel like I've had in a while. Um so, yeah, I guess we can get into it. Actually, before that, one NFL weekly update note. Uh, the Colts have cut former All-Pro linebacker Shaq Leonard uh, from the team. Uh, he is looking to obviously sign to a contender now, I believe. Um, so the reason why the Colts cut him was because he wasn't like an every-down player for them. He was, and he wanted to be an every-down player, so... They cut him, they let him go. Uh, no one will pick him up off waivers because then you owe him, I think, like, I think it's cap it for the next three years, something like 15, 16 million. Uh, no one's going to pay him that. Someone will get him on a one year deal for the rest of the year. Interested. Uh, teams that could be interested, let's see. I mean, uh, the Eagles, the Eagles could definitely use help at the linebacker position. Uh, the Bills, after losing Matt Milano, obviously, Terrell Bernard has been outstanding um team like the dolphins could really use his help jerome baker uh just really not putting in any effort anymore david long's been a solid signing but darius or shack leonard i should say uh definitely be an upgrade over baker those are just the afc teams anyways or actually i said the eagles what am i talking about but um yeah i that that's it that's the only really update I mean, there's a couple other updates I'll have throughout the show, but it's because we're talking about those teams. Colts were on by this week. So, um, yeah, let's get into the Week 11 recap. Okay. Um, as always, let's start with the game we just watched last night. Uh, Eagles 20, Chiefs 17. Uh, the Super Bowl rematch. The Eagles got their revenge. Honestly, <coughs> sorry, sorry, wasn't that great of a game. Um, started off fairly hot, both teams scoring early, and then it all fizzled out. And let's start off with the Eagles. They were the winning team. Uh, I guess let's start off with some good here, though. Um, DeAndre Swift was an absolute monster in this game. He, I am slow on getting my stats up here. What did he have, though? Uh, 12 carries for 76 yards, 6.3 average, 1 TD. Uh, also added 3 catches for 31 on the ground. They got that screen game going with him late. Uh, it was good. It was, but he was truly their only other... He was the only bright spot on the offense, uh, really. And it was another wet game, uh, so the field was was a little slippery, which kind of neutralizes the uh, Eagles' best uh, the Eagles' best feature of their team, which is that defensive line, that front seven unit. Uh, they still got after Pat Mahomes on the game. Uh, not really. They only sacked him once, but they got tons of pressure. Uh, yeah, Pat Mahomes scrambled uh, six times for 38 yards. Um but yeah, it was a very, very defensive game. Uh, a couple more things about the Eagles, though. Eagles secondary and play calling, still a, still an issue, still a concern. They got torched a few times in this game by Chiefs receivers, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, Justin Watson, where MVS dropped a long ball touchdown that would have 
given them the lead. He also just kind of stopped running on a route uh, where he, again, burnt the defender. Justin Watson, same thing, ran by a guy, started running the wrong way instead of just running in a straight line like he was supposed to. Um, could have been could have been very, very bad for the Eagles. And again, their play calling has just been a little bit suspect. They When they're on, I think, inside their 20-yard line, they called two screens. Uh, they just both didn't work out. Then these are kind of been my issues with the Eagles all year. Yeah, they're nine and one right now. They're my best team in football, but this is a team that can get exposed, and I think will get exposed in the right circumstances. Uh, but Chiefs just weren't up for the test. Uh, last note about the Eagles, though: Jalen Carter had an almost INT. Uh, the Chiefs were driving down the field to end the first half. Uh, Pat Mahomes go to spikes the ball with like three seconds left. And Jalen Carter dives through Creed Humphrey's Humphrey's legs to try to intercept the ball. And the ball hit his hands. He almost had it. Uh, obviously a very, very hard thing to do. I wonder if people will try to replicate that a little more. I feel like that's always been a thing that, like, I don't know. You see in, like, not video games. see in movies. I can't believe I forgot what movies were. Uh... But you see in movies, things like that. I've seen a few like viral like high school clips of it happening, but I don't think people do it consistently. I don't think the opportunity is there consistently, but uh, let's see if this starts becoming a trend. Uh, for the Chiefs, this is why I can't take the Chiefs really seriously. This is why I don't think that they're... Again, I think that a lot of teams have their own issues, if we're being honest. I think the Niners are probably one of the only teams where it's just no one can get hurt on that team and they will be fine. But as long as everyone's healthy, they're playing well. And we'll talk about an injury that just happened to them. Uh, But yeah, the Chiefs are currently averaging 5.3 points per game in the second half, uh, lowest in the league. Uh, no second half points in three straight games for them. Uh, yeah, their wide receivers are absolutely terrible. I mean, we talked about it already, but Marcus Valdez-Scantling fucked up twice on two deep balls. Justin Watson messed up. Uh, there was more drops throughout the game. Travis Kelsey had a fumble. They had two red zone turnovers in this one, too. Uh, one a Pat Mahomes interception and then one that Travis Kelsey fumble. Like, the Chiefs were the better team in this game. But the reason why they lost is the reasons why they haven't been great on offense the entire season. Uh, They need a wide receiver in the best way possible. Again, we talk about Rishi Rice, but obviously there's something there with the coaching staff that says that this kid isn't ready to fully take over, fully take over that number one spot, but... I, it needs to be better. They just have so many guys who are just very, very okay for them. Um, yeah, any other notes for... Oh, the the defense. The defense is absolutely incredible. Uh, they sacked... I think they sacked Jalen Hurts five times. Five times on the day. They had an interception. Uh, did they have any fumbles... No fumbles, either way. Five sacks, one interception. Uh, this Chiefs defense is fantastic, and a big reason for it is cornerback Trent McDuffie. I think I am confident in saying that McDuffie is easily a top-five cornerback in the NFL right now. Uh, I think my top five, not in order, we'd have Pat Sertain, Sauce Gardner, Jalen Ramsey, Marlon Humphrey, and then I think Trent McDuffie is in that top five. Uh, he... Should make an all-pro team this year. He's been absolutely unbelievable. And they have him lining up everywhere. They have him lining up on the outside. They have him lining up in the slot. They have him blitzing. The guy's just a monster. And again, one of the big reasons why this Chiefs D looks the way it does. But it also helps when you have a guy like Chris Jones. George Karlaftis has taken that next leap. Uh, Willie Gay has been playing very good at linebacker. They got Justin Reed. They got Legereus Sneed. This defense is built very, very well, but for the first time, the offense is having issues for the Chiefs, and it's not something we see very often. Um, And their lone weapon, actually, they have two guys. They they got two guys' weapons. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, the man that takes 50 steps to get 10 yards, but... 
that guy is a monster. That guy loves contact. He loves to break tackles. Uh, he is a very, very fun running back to watch. And then Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, who had their uh, one of their touchdowns in this game. Uh, he had an interview where he is contemplating retirement. Apparently, I guess we'll see. Uh, now that he's a little bit older, he says the injuries and the bumps and the bruises kind of aren't healing the way that he should. He's constantly always sore. These are all very fair things. Uh, El Kelsey is kind of still at the highest peak of the sport. He's still the best tight end in the league. He has his two Super Bowls. There's not much more for him to accomplish. Uh, I don't know where he ranks career receiving yards-wise. Does he have over 10,000? Because I feel like that could be a milestone that he wants to hit before he retires. He has... Oh, he does have 10,000. Um, well, yeah, I don't really know why he would, uh, why he would need to keep playing. I guess we'll see. Maybe the Kelsey brothers, they retire together. Uh, yeah, let's move off this game, though. Go all the way back to Thursday night. Bengals 20, Ravens 34. Uh... The Ravens were great in this game, uh, top to bottom, despite being banged up. A uh, few guys getting banged up in this one, but Lamar on the day, 16 for 26, 264 yards, two TDs. Uh, Gus Bus, 12 carries, 62 yards, two touchdowns. We got a vintage OBJ performance. Uh, he looked very good. He looked like how OBJ has looked in the past. Uh, he had four catches for 116 yards. He also got a little bit banged up in this one. And all of this was uh, without Mark Andrews for most of the game. He left with an ankle injury. Looked to be season ending. He will looks like he's just being placed on IR now. And they will assess from there. Very good news for the Ravens. Um, yeah, this offense was clicking. They were able to do almost whatever they wanted. Um, and this defense, this defense was absolutely insane. Got five sacks on the day. Uh, did they have any? No interceptions. They must have had a couple turnovers, maybe, maybe not. This game was a long time ago. Give me a break. Um, yeah, I kind of called it in the blind recap, though, where actually I did, and then Joe Burrow got hurt, and then the Bengals went straight down. Uh there anything left to really talk about for the Ravens? Uh, Ravens D is very good, yeah. So they got five sacks on the day. They are now lead, or they are leading the league with forty-four on the season. This Ravens defense is very, very good, top to bottom. Uh, shout out to Chadavian Clowney having, uh, honestly, his best season of the year. I think I said it on last week's show, but like. For a guy who went overall, had some of the highest expectations, people thought he was going to be like this next elite guy, and he's just kind of been, he's jumped from team to team, I mean, just off the top of my head, he's been the Texans, he's been on the Seahawks, he's been on the Browns, he's been on the Ravens now, he's been on the Titans, I believe, he's just kind of jumped over, and now he has found a home in Baltimore, and he is absolutely wreaking havoc, good for him, um, yeah, this Ravens team is very good, very good. The Bengals, though, it is done. It's Jover. Uh, Joe Burrow is done for the season with a wrist injury. Um, yeah, I don't know what else there really is to say. Uh, they got really nothing else to play for now. I mean, Jake Browning, their backup, came in, looked okay, not great. But, um, yeah, I just, there's the season's done. It sucks for them, uh, but that's just kind of the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Uh, sucks Joe Burrow got hurt, was never really healthy. He had like three healthy games this season. Uh, but Bengals will look to come back next year. They got to make some moves, though. I think T. Higgins will be on the outs. I don't know, I don't know what other guys they need to re-sign, actually. I think... Uh, I think DJ Reader, I think he needs a contract too, but I'm sure that they'll get that done. Uh, yeah, this Bengals team has some things to work out. We'll see how they finish the season. Uh, I'm not predicting very well. Let's see who they have coming up here in their schedule. 
Got the Steelers this week, then Jags, Colts, Vikings, Steelers, Chiefs, Browns. Um, yeah, though those could be some rough games. Let's just say that. Uh we will move on. Oh, one last note from this game. Logan Wilson, uh, the Bengals middle linebacker, just kept causing injuries uh, throughout the game. I think he injured three Ravens players, uh, one being Mark Andrews. He knocked out Lamar Jackson for a period of the game there, and I think he also kind of banged up OBJ. Uh, kind of nuts, but kind of here for it at the same time. Uh, Logan Wilson, very good player. Uh Let's keep going here. Uh, next game up, Titans 14, Jags 34. Jags really needed this one after getting embarrassed off the bye against San Francisco. Uh, and they showed up, and they showed up in a big big way this year. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, four TDs on the day, two through the air, two, two on the ground. Uh, yeah, it was 23. 24 of 32 for 262 yards, two passing touchdowns, only sacked once on the day. And then, yeah, added five carries for 17 yards for another two touchdowns. Uh, But the big story on offense in this one was Calvin Ridley, seven catches for 103 yards, two touchdowns. And Calvin Ridley hasn't been, I think that was his first touchdown being scored since week two. Uh, But look at this trend here from uh, Field Yates over on Twitter. Uh, Calvin Ridley in the three games with Zay Jones this season, he has eight catches for 101 yards, one TD, then he has seven catches for 122 yards, and then today's game with seven ca- or Sunday's game with seven catches for 102 yards, two TDs. Uh, in the seven games without Zay Jones, Ridley has one total touchdown in just one game over 40 receiving yards. So happy the Jags got Zay Jones back. This is big for potential fantasy purposes for guys going on a run here late. Um, Yeah, the Jags, again, haven't really proved it against a good team. I can say that about my own team, but they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to win the division. I mean, actually, it was a big game this weekend for them against the Texans, but I believe in the Jaguars still. I don't think the Texans are completely there yet as a team. I think this is a Jags team that can contend if they want. Uh, just hasn't seen it yet. Again, like another team in Florida right now. But um, yeah, this this was a much needed win for the Jags. Uh, Titans on the other side. I don't know what really else to say. Uh, Will Levis still kind of doing his thing. Thirteen of seventeen, one hundred fifty eight yards, two passing touchdowns. Had a trick play where I think he threw a forty yard touchdown pass to DeAndre Hopkins. But I believe. Jeffrey Simmons, the big defensive tackle, one of the best defensive tackles in the league, caught a touchdown pass today or on Sunday. Uh, then that's kind of the story of the Titans. Jeffrey Simmons caught a touchdown pass. Will Levis is still looking good. Other than that, I mean, they just got... The Jags are just the much better team. The Titans suck. Uh, the Titans honestly might end up picking in the top five the way they're going right now, which isn't a bad thing. Brock Bowers, maybe. Their offensive line is also terrible, so uh, maybe they get Joe Alt or they get Olu Fashanu out of Penn State there. Uh, they'll have some options, though. They'll have some options, and I think that'll help kickstart this offense for them next season, but right now it's just they're not a good team, and we don't have to spend much time talking about them, so let's keep going. Next game up, we got an upset. Chargers 20, Packers 23. Uh, woof, woof. I can't believe, uh, Brandon Staley got back on the plane to get to LA. It's a whole other story though. Let's start with the Packers though. Jordan Love career high in passing yards on the game. Absolutely embarrassing chargers. Uh, he was 27 to 40 for 322 yards, two passing touchdowns was his best game of his career so far, I would say, and a lot of it had to do with his young receiving core also finally clicking. Uh, Dontavian Wicks, uh, he had three catches for 91 yards. Romeo Dobbs, five catches for 53 and a touchdown. Jaden Reed, four catches for 46. Uh, 
Luke Musgrave, the rookie tight end, four catches for 28. Jaden Reed also added uh, three rushes for 46 on the ground and a touchdown. Uh, yeah, this Packers team looked looked pretty good. Uh, and right now, I think they're the eighth seed in the NFC at four and six somehow. But that's just how bad the NFC is. They're two, two games out of a wild card spot. But I mean, could they get hot? I sincerely doubt it. Let's look at their schedule. Oh, you never know. Lions, Chiefs, Giants, Bucks, Panthers, Vikings, Bears. Uh, win against the Giants, let's say. Win against the Bucks. Win against... The... I see four wins there. I don't think that eight and nine is good enough for a wild card spot, but I don't know. Uh, very good for the Packers, though, uh, to get that win. Very good of Jordan Love to get that win. Uh, let's talk about the L.A. Chargers. I don't even know where to begin. This team stinks. They are not coached well. They're not a good roster. Flat out bad. Uh, and that's the thing. This wasn't a Justin Herbert, it all fell on him type thing. Was he great? No. He had, like, I'd say Justin Herbert had an average game, but this is a game that the Chargers should have won. Uh, they had a fumble by Eckler. Uh, Keenan Allen had a touchdown pass, literally hit him in the chest in the end zone, and he doesn't grab that, and that guy grabs that, like, 99% of the time. Uh, Quinn Johnson had a deep TD or a deep catch that would have put them in field goal territory to at least tie the game. Uh, he dropped it. Uh, just a bad... A bad effort on offense by everyone. Uh, bad effort by Brandon Staley. I mean, the Packers just put up their best offensive performance of the season against your defense. A defense that he has had now for his fourth season. And he just sucks. His team has never been good. They've always had decent players on the roster. And he can't do anything with them. Uh, it's time for him to go. He There was a reporter after the game who asked him, being like, oh, who, who will you give up play-calling duties? And he got mad at the guy. He's like, stop asking me that. I'm not giving up play-calling duties. Maybe you should. Maybe you should, because you are not good at your job. I don't even know if he's going to get a DC job when he's done. I think he will have to go back and coach linebackers or the defensive line or whatever the hell he was doing before he was the DC on the Rams. But that man stinks as a head coach. He needs to be gone. Uh, Tom Telesco needs to be gone because this roster is not a well-constructed roster whatsoever. Uh, they just need to tear everything down, head to bottom. Uh, and to top it all off, Joey Bosa is going on a short-term IR with a... I forget what his injury was, but it doesn't really matter. Um, he is on IR. He will miss the next four games at least. They'll probably shut him down for the season because what's the fucking point, Chargers? Um... Yeah, embarrassing. Embarrassing if you're the Chargers. A game that you should have won, should have won easily, and just an overall such a bad team performance does this. Um, yeah, let's keep going. We got another upset here. I don't really know if you can call it that much of an upset, but uh, Giants 31, Commanders 19. Uh, what a game from Tommy DeVito. He got the jersey juice going in this one. Uh, 18 of 26, 246 yards, three passing touchdowns. Got a big game from Saquon on the ground. 14 rushes, 83 yards for a 5.9 average. Saquon added four catches for 57 and two TDs as well. Uh, as as we all predicted, or as I predicted anyways, Saquon is the reason why this Giants offense looks like an NFL offense at points. And no, they decided to pay Danny Nichols instead of Saquon. Whole different story, though. Um... Tommy DeVito now has more uh, career career games with multiple passing touchdowns than Kenny Pickett. Uh, and we will get to Kenny Pickett very shortly because I got some stats to just rip him apart. Uh, he's also the first Giants QB with three touchdowns since 2019. Uh, yeah, so the Giants just suck. Great for Tommy DeVito. Great for this game. They also first six turnovers in that game, which that's the big reason why this... Uh, why this commander's team lost. Uh, Tommy DeVito, though, was sacked nine times on the day. 
Uh, this it's again, this Giants team, this was just kind of a battle of shit. They're both weren't very good. The KJ Henry? Oh, look at that. Look at KJ Henry go. I don't think that he's played for very long. I forget when he get drafted, but he's a he's a Bama boy, right? Clemson, my bad. The other big school that dominated for that decade. Um, yeah, not really much to say in this game. Uh, so let's go over to kind of the commander side here. Six turnovers. Six turnovers. Actually, one last note for the Giants because I was just thinking about it. Uh, I think Kayvon Thibodeau added two sacks uh, in this one, and I think that puts him at... Ten and a half on the season. He is having a very good sophomore year. Started off slow, but he is looking better and better uh, every week. Uh, yeah. So now we can go on to the commander side. Um, they were in this one. They had a chance to come back and I think win it late. If I remembering the score. Correctly, quick mental math, 31 minus 7, uh, 34, yeah, 24. So they had a chance to, it was 24-19, commanders have the ball, they're going down the field, need a touchdown to win, and then Sam Howell threw a pick six to seal the deal, but he had he had three interceptions on the day. Uh, who else had these turnovers? Is it Chris Rodriguez? Yeah, Chris Rodriguez, the running back. He had a fumble on the day. Logan Thomas had a fumble. Byron Pringle had a fumble. Um, yeah, not a not a good game for the Commanders. And six turnovers is the difference in this one. Um, yeah, these are two not very good teams. I still don't think. Yeah, they're just these are two teams picking in the top ten. I think we can just save it that. We can just move on from there. Uh, next game up, Raiders 13, Dolphins 20. Uh, listen, I was calling, we were going to blow them out. We had a lot of opportunities to blow them out and we did not, uh, back to back games though, where the Dolphins have shut out the opposing team in the second half. This defense is here. This defense is very, very good. Uh, Aiden O'Connell was sacked two times on the day, also had three interceptions. Uh, Jalen Phillips having one of those interceptions and both of those sacks. And the other man with the two interceptions on the day was Jalen Ramsey. I know some people were saying, oh, Jalen Ramsey's washed. He's not the same guy he was anymore. Jalen Ramsey, as I said when I was talking about Trent McDuffie, is still a top five cornerback in this league. He is absolutely incredible. Uh, in the three games back from returning from injury so far, uh, 16 targets, only four catches for 41 yards allowed. He has three interceptions. Uh, he has a 0, 0.0 passer rating when, target, when, when targeted. Jalen Ramsey is still that guy, still very good, and this defense is rolling. The defense is rolling, and now, as it wasn't at the start of the season where our offense was slicing and dicing and doing whatever we wanted and the defense was the reason we'd lose some games. Now it's the opposite. Again, we won this game. Uh, and a lot of people were upset. We left points on the field. There was a couple uh, missed opportunities there from Tua. Tua also had two turnovers on the day, one interception, one fumble. Uh there was a couple missed throws, yada, yada, yada. But I am very happy as a Dolphins fan right now. Regardless, we are winning the division. We're 7-3. and three. Everything is fantastic. And if we're complaining about our offense, like, oh, our offense wasn't good, our offense wasn't great, and they still had 422 total yards on the game, like, what a world to be in right now as a Dolphins fan, where complaining about an offensive output of 422 yards a game is something we can complain about now. Because again, it should have been better. There were opportunities missed. Uh, but putting up 422 total yards of offense in a bad offense, bad offensive performance, I'll fucking take it. That makes me happy as a Dolphins fan. Uh, now, if we weren't playing the Raiders, might have been a different outcome. Not the point. A W is a W. Who cares? Uh, the one thing about it, though, Devon Achan did re-hurt his knee. 
They haven't really come out with a timetable for him yet. I'm hoping that he is good just for, I mean, he just unlocks a whole other level uh, for this team and for this offense and also for selfish reasons and fantasy purposes because I need him back. I need him back on my team. Um, yeah, the Raiders on the other side. Uh, uh, Antonio Pierce has these guys playing well, got them playing hard. Uh, I'm interested to see if John Gruden keeps him as the head coach uh, after he should have kept Rich Basakia as the head coach, did not, whatever. Um, yeah, not really much to talk about for the Raiders in this one. Uh, Aiden O'Connell wasn't great, obviously, three interceptions on the day, 24-41, 271 yards, one passing touchdown, three interception. Josh Jacobs only averaged 2.8 on the ground. Uh, Devontae Adams, seven catches, 82 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Michael Mayer, the rookie, is getting involved more, four catches for 46 yards. But really, other than that, uh, Max Crosby, one sack on the day. Also, big, big shout-out to Austin Jackson on the Dolphins, uh, one of our 2020 first-round draft picks. People were calling him a bust. People were calling him a bum. Oh, he can't be starting on the right side. He has been hurt. He has been not consistent, and he has silently been one of the better right tackles in the league so far this year, going against some of the best uh, guys in the league, too, and holding his own. I think the Dolphins found a good one. I think you just gotta you've gotta let some of these young players take their time. Not everyone's an instant hit. You gotta, and I think that's just kind of the culture that we live in now, where if you don't see immediate immediate success from people, you move on. You move on to other people. Whatever. Uh, Austin Jackson playing very good football this season. Uh, who had the interception for the Raiders, and then we'll move on. Ooh, I have no idea who this is. Isaiah Pulamau. Who is he? He went to USC. He is 24. I, hmm. He's a safety. He's 6'4", 205. That's a very good frame. What does he have on the season so far? Uh, no started games. 12 total tackles. And now the one interception. Good for him. Uh, yeah, we can keep going, though. Um, next game up, Cardinals 16, Texans 21. Uh... This was a game where it looked like it was going to be all Texans. They were slicing, dicing early. I think uh, C.J. Stroud had like 259 yards and two passing touchdowns at halftime. And then the second half happened. The Cardinals made some adjustments, and C.J. Stroud ended up with three interceptions in that second half. Uh, however, it is... Very nice to see, though, for this Texans that C.J. Stroud doesn't have to be the hero, doesn't have to be playing perfect ball on offense uh, for them to win football games. Very good on D'Amico and his uh, defensive unit to step up, uh, do their part, because they did. They did. Um, on offense, though, got to give two more shout-outs to guys on the Texans. Devin Singletary uh, looks like he's found his role in this offense. 22 carries, 112 yards, one touchdown on the day. And rookie Tank Dell, officially Tank Dell, now he has changed his name. If you don't know what his actual name was, it was Nathaniel. Now it's Tank. Tank Dell is much cooler. Uh, but he had eight catches for 149 yards on the day, one TD. Uh, yeah, but the second half, it was not theirs. It was the Cardinals. Uh, and the Cardinals almost had this one. The Cardinals almost had it. They had a chance to go down the field late. They had, mul they had multiple opportunities, actually, but just could not do it. Uh, Kyler on the day, 20 of 30, 214 yards, one passing touchdown, one interception. Also added seven carries for 51 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Uh, James Conner had a good day rushing, 14 of 62, 4.4 average. Um yeah, I think this just kind of shows that the Texans are obviously the better team than the Cardinals at the moment. Again, I was almost right about this game. I did pick the Cardinals, except I had them plus four and a half. I, the two, two games this week that I picked uh, on Friday's episode where I was a half point off in each. If I would have been plus five, it would have been a push for me. Uh, and then I had the over in the Buccaneers... Uh, Niners game at 41 and a half and that total ended up being 41 so that absolutely sucked uh 
yeah, I don't know. The the Cardinals, like, they're playing playing better. I think that they still have some wins left on their schedule here. And when I look at their schedule, I see the Rams, where I know I think that's basically a pick right now. They got the Steelers. That's a tough defense. They got the Bears. You never know. You never know. Uh, and we can keep going, though. Next game up, Bears 26, Lions 31. Was a comeback for the Lions in this one. Because uh, Jared Goff, it was not a good first half. They were outscored. Oh, actually, it was 14 nothing. Again, I said I didn't watch the first half of most of these games. It was 14-10 for the Bears. And then the Bears had a big third quarter scoring 10 points. And in that fourth, though, the Lions scored 17, two late touchdowns. I think one, two, Jameson Williams, the other one to Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, yeah, Lions are 8-2. Yeah, Lions are 8-2 for the first time since 1962. Um, some things that were still around in 1962. Uh, segregation still existed. Uh Black people weren't seen as humans back uh, as the last time the Lions were 8-2. Uh, the moon landing still hadn't happened. Some people still say it didn't happen, but uh, that the no one has been on the moon yet. And JFK still had the back of his skull intact. <laughs> um, that might be a little too much to post on Instagram. I'll definitely clip that out, post it on TikTok, see what happens there. Uh, yeah, so it has been a long, long time since the Lions have been this good. Uh, very nice to see. And yeah, that big comeback for them, that just shows you Dan Campbell has these guys in every single game, no matter what. They always think they can win. They always think they can claw back, uh, claw back in every game. And you can never count them out. You can never count this Lions team out. Uh and to seal it all off, Aiden Hutchinson had a strip sack to win the game on Justin Fields. Uh, almost was a TD that would have, I think, had the Bear or had the Lions cover their point spread. Uh, Darnell Wright was smart though and just kicked it out of the back of the end zone for a safety. Um, yeah. Anything else to really say about the Lions here? I think Montgomery. Did he have a touchdown? He must have had a touchdown. Good old Monty continuing to do what he does. Uh, one TD on the ground. Gibbs, eight carries as well, and a touchdown. Also had six catches for 59 yards. Um, yeah, this uh, this Lions team, their offense is just kind of clicking into gear. But meanwhile, their defense has not looked good the last couple weeks. So that needs to get fixed for them. Uh, Bears on the other side. Decent day. Decent day. Uh, they obviously blew it in the end, but that's okay. Justin Fields, 16 of 23, 169 yards, one passing touchdown. Also had 18 carries for 104 yards on the day. Big rushing day for him. Uh, DJ Moore, seven catches for 96 yards and a touchdown. Uh, there might be a chance where the Bears keep Justin Fields. Like, maybe. I think they're still going to have that first overall pick from the Panthers, so we'll see what they do with that there. Maybe their pick will be good enough to pick up Marvin Harrison Jr., and then they trade back that first pick for a boatload, probably three first-round picks, if we're being honest, knowing this QB class right now. Um, but yeah, the Bears lost this one in a historic fashion, much like the Chargers. Uh, the Bears are the first team to lose... Uh, first team to lose in history that forced three turnovers and had 40 minutes of time in possession. They're the only team to lose that had three turnovers and more than 40 minutes of time on possession. Uh, absolutely crazy. Matt Eberflus should definitely be on the hot seat because his defense and his play calling got them cooked in that fourth quarter. And I mean, the Lions are the better team. The Lions should have been in this one from the beginning, but uh, yeah. We can keep going here. Oh, we have a nice Big Ten Iowa football game here. Steelers 10, Browns 13. Uh, do I even have anything to say about the Browns? I have nothing really to say. I'm about to rip Kenny Pickett apart here. Uh, now, before I get to that note here, let's uh, let's go here. Uh, yeah, it was not a good game on offense whatsoever. 
but this is expected because they're not good. Uh, rookie Dor- Dorian Thompson Robinson did get the start, did get the W. He was 24 of 43, 165 yards, one interception on the day. Also added three carries for 20 yards. Um, yeah, nothing really of note on offense. Miles Garrett continues to do his thing. He had two sacks on the day, putting him at 13 sacks so far on the season. I think he's probably front runner for defensive player of the year right now. Uh, and since I'm talking about him already, there was a flashback moment where a Steelers helmet came off and Miles Garrett picked it up. And the Steelers' offensive lineman immediately went to him like, whoa, 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 we're not doing this again, obviously joking, because if you don't remember, uh, Miles Garrett tried to kill Mason Rudolph by taking his helmet and smashing him over the head with it. No one knows what Mason Rudolph has said, and I don't think we ever will. Um, But yeah, kind of a funny moment between the two teams there. Let's get to the Steelers. And let's start off with this quarterback, Kenny Pickett. He stinks. He just flat out stinks. He's not a good quarterback, and I know he's like, oh, he doesn't turn over the ball. It doesn't matter when you can't throw a football. Uh, he was 15 of 28 on the day, 106 passing yards. Just just absolutely brutal. Um, and let's, let's go off some Kenny Pickett stats here. 315 QBs have had 500 passing attempts since the merger. Only one has... Uh, throwing a touchdown on fewer than 2% of his passes or passes attempted. That's Kenny Pickett at 1.9%. Brutal. Uh, Over the last two seasons, Matt Ryan, Marcus Mariota, and Davis Mills all have more TDs than Kenny Pickett. Matt Ryan and Marcus Mariota have not played a game this season. Davis Mills has attempted a handful of passes. Brutal. Uh, He also has the same amount of touchdown passes since October 1st as Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson has not played since week four, I believe. Kenny Pickett sucks. Um, I don't know what else there is to say. Like, I know I shat on Desmond Ritter a ton. Uh, Kenny Pickett's not a top 40 quarterback in football. Kenny Pickett is atrocious. Uh, I think he fooled a lot of people at Pitt. He had one great year, his senior year. Jordan Addison, probably a big part part for that. Um, yeah, not a good quarterback, not a good quarterback. Uh, but also now they have fired Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator, who is also very bad at his job. I don't think Matt Canada is nearly as bad at his job as Kenny Pickett is at his. Uh but he's gone. I don't know who's taking over play calling duties for them. I guess we'll see if anything really changes. Uh, Jalen Warren, though, did have a big day. Nine carries, 129 yards, uh, one touchdown. Had a Took off for 74 yards. That was a big one. Also had a three catches for 16 yards on the ground. Uh, but yeah, this offense sucks. They can't do anything. Uh, TJ Watt also had a sack on the game. Let's see how his defensive player of the year campaign's doing. Uh, 11 and a half sacks on the day, or on the season. It's going to be a good DPOY mat, or race. Uh, let's keep going, though. This, yeah, the Steelers are just basically Iowa football. I mean, both of these teams are. Uh, next game up, Cowboys 33, Panthers 10. Uh, the Cowboys are just on an absolute heater right now, but like the Jags and like the Dolphins, who have you played? Who have you played? The answer is no one. They love beating up on bad teams, but you can't fault them for that because the schedule is the schedule. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they've lost to the Eagles. They've lost to the Niners. They lost to the Cardinals. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I mean, massive wins against the Giants and Panthers the next coming week. They have the Commanders this week. They should kill them again. But they are on a heater right now. The team is playing well. That's all you can really ask for them. Uh, Dak Prescott, 25 of 38, only 189 yards, two passing touchdowns on the day. Uh, Tony Pollard, 12 rushes for 61 yards and a TD. Uh, Yeah, kind of a quiet day on offense, all things considered. The defense, though, was was huge. They sacked uh, sacked Bryce Young seven times on the day. Uh, 
two and a half of those from Micah Parsons, half a sack from J. Ron Curse, one sack from Demarcus Lawrence, one sack from Sam Williams. How's Micah Parsons doing in his defensive player of the year campaign right now? Only 10 sacks on the season, only 10 sacks. Um, I say that like it's not impressive, but uh, yeah, the Cowboys continue to do their thing, and largely because of this man, uh, Deron Bland, another pick six on the season. That is now four interceptions that he has on the year, or four pick sixes that he has on the year, sorry, taking over from that Trayvon Diggs role very, very nicely. Uh, the Cowboys are setting themselves up nicely to have Diggs and Bland be their corners next year. Gilly will obviously move on somewhere. Uh, but yeah, Deron Bland now has more TDs than the Falcons, Giants, Jets, and Browns wide receiving rooms. Uh, what do all, what do all four of those teams have in common? Their offenses absolutely stink. Uh, good for the, good for Deron Bland having a hell of a year. Uh, very good, very, very good story. Uh, my last, uh, my last note for the Cowboys though, uh, Micah Parsons said after the game, he felt like his heart was going to explode because he took a scoop of C4 energy powder, whatever the hell it is. Uh, and yeah, he said his heart was racing a million miles an hour, did not like it, said he won't do it again. Um, I don't know what like team doctor or any coach on the team is being like, hey, don't do that. That's really fucking stupid. Uh, but hey, it kind of worked for him. The man had two and a half sacks on the day. Uh, but yeah, just a, he's a weird guy, Micah Parsons. I mean, weird for a lot of reasons. We can go back to Penn State where... He did some weird things. If you don't know, look up uh, Micah Parsons hazing. That'll that'll come up with something. Uh, Panthers, on the other hand, my only note for them, the Panthers stink. The Panthers suck. Uh, Frank Reich is apparently on the hot seat per Jay Glazer. I guess we will see. Uh, Bryce Young, 16-29, 123 yards, one passing touchdown, one interception. Got nothing really going on the ground. Adam Thielen continues to be the only wide receiver that they have on this team. Unbelievable that he is still somehow somehow doing this for him. He's Adam Thielen should win comeback player of the year. I'll say that right now. What did he have last year? I feel like it wasn't as bad as I'm thinking, probably. But uh Oh, he had 716 yards last year. He should still win Comeback Player of the Year. Fuck it. Um, but yeah, this Panthers team sucks. The offensive line is terrible. They have no weapons other than Adam Thielen. Um, people want to put a lot of blame on the rookie QB after seeing how good C.J. Stroud's doing. If C.J. Stroud played for Carolina, Bryce Young would be looking like the MVP candidate right now. Uh it would not look any different. Maybe slightly better. I do think C.J. Stroud is the better of the two quarterbacks, but they might have two wins instead of one. Um, it it would just it it would not be good. Uh, Panthers need to get things sorted out quick. Uh, Frank Wright might be a one and done as head coach. Um, I guess we will see. I guess we will see. I, I I'm going to keep moving on though. Next game up, Buccaneers 14, 49ers 27. Uh, Brock Purdy, perfect passer rating on the day. I am slow to get the stats up for this one. Nope, that's the wrong game. That game stunk, though. Talk about that one next. Uh, yeah, Brock Purdy, perfect passer rating on the day. 21 of 25, 333 yards, three passing touchdowns. Also added four rushes for 14 yards. Absolutely great, great, great game from him. Uh, Ayuk, five catches, 156 yards, uh, one TD. Kittle, eight catches, 89 yards, uh, one TD. Debo Samuel, three catches, 63 yards. CMC, five catches, 25 yards, one TD. <laughs> and the CMC also added 21 carries, uh, 78 yards on the ground. Uh, so I just listed off all the players that matter on the Niners. Trent Williams, also him. Ah, uh, but I said it. I said it at the top of the show, talking about the Eagles, where all of these 
top teams kind of have their issues. The Chiefs, whether it be it's their offense and their receiving unit, the Eagles with their secondary and their offensive play calling, the Niners, they just need to stay healthy. Uh, it can happen. And but however, they did lose uh, safety Telenoa Hufanga to an ACL. He is done for the year. Uh, I guess we'll see how big of a hit that takes to their secondary. I don't think it will be that bad. Um, on the day, though, who had the sacks? Chase Young had a sack. Eric Armstead had a had a sack, and Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw half sack each. Uh, Fred Warner is just unbelievable. Also had a forced fumble on the day. He also quietly having probably a Defensive Player of the Year campaign that no one wants to talk about, but that is okay. We all know that Fred Fred Warner is the best linebacker in football. Um, yeah, this Niners team is just really fucking good. They've also been on a heater after that bye week there. Uh, two big wins. Do they have a big matchup this week? I forget. They play the Seahawks. Ooh, that's Thursday Night Football. Seahawks Niners the Thanksgiving game? It is. It is the Thanksgiving game. Um yeah, so uh that should be a fun matchup. Uh Buccaneers though, on the other hand. This is I mean This is who the Buccaneers are. They're not very good. No one's good in the NFC South. I honestly think the NFC South is worse than last year. I think the team with the winning record was Eight and nine last year making the playoffs. I would love to see a seven and ten team make the playoffs. I think that would just be absolutely hilarious. It might happen though. That's how bad this division is. Uh, Baker's still playing fine. Twenty nine of forty five, two hundred forty six yards, one passing TD. They just couldn't do anything. This Niners team is just completely in a different class than them. Uh, and I don't think I really have to spend much time on them. Do I have any? Do I have any notes? Do I have any notes? Uh, no, I do not. And do I have any notes about this next game? No, because this game was an absolute stinker. Seahawks 16, Rams 17. Uh, Yeah, the Seahawks scored 13 points in the first half, only three in the second. And the Rams got 10 in the fourth to come back and win. Not a fan of the Seahawks right now whatsoever. This offense is not good. It is not playing well. Uh, Geno Smith got banged up with an elbow injury. Uh, Drew Locke came in for six passes, was two for six for three yards and an interception. Geno was like, okay, me with my injury is still better than that guy out there. So he went back in uh, to really no avail. Kenneth Walker left the game with an injury and 2-1 with an oblique injury. Zach Charbonnet, 15 carries, 47 yards. Not very great game on the ground. Um, yeah, the Seahawks offense just isn't isn't good. And with a lot of really talented skill players on the team, should be better, should be better. Uh, it's just not, oh, I'm talking about the Seahawks where I should be really talking about the Rams here. Uh, Rams on the day, Matt Stafford, 17-31, 191 yards, one passing touchdown, one interception. Uh, Cooper Cup left the game with an ankle injury. Uh, Cooper Cup has chance to miss no game action. That's what we love to hear as a fantasy owner. Uh, yeah, Cooper Cup hurt. Uh, he also dropped a touchdown pass that Matt Stafford, I guess he kind of lost it, Lost had a, had a hard time tracking it, uh, dropped it. Should have been a touchdown, disappointing. For fantasy purposes, obviously. Uh, big Puka Nakua game, though. We did not forget about him. Five catches, 70 yards, one TD. Also had a rush for seven yards on the day. Uh, Royce Freeman's continuing to have kind of like a resurgence in his career. 17 rushes, 73 yards on the day. But Daryl Henderson poached the lone TD. He had six carries for one yard and one touchdown. Uh he has also been cut from the team today. So, uh, yeah. So it looks like Royce Freeman will be the back. I think Ky- that probably means Kyron Williams is ready to come back soon as well. Uh, I guess we'll see. Somehow the Rams won this one. This was not a very good game whatsoever. Uh, 
Let's keep going, though. Next game up, Jets 6, Bills 32. The Bills are back. Bills are back, maybe. Uh, they look good. They look good. Obviously, they lost to the Jets earlier in the season, and a game that they shouldn't have, and now they show who they are. They kick the absolute shit out of them. Uh, offense... Offense did what they wanted. Uh, Josh Allen was 20 of 32, 275 yards, three passing touchdowns, one interception, also added 15 yards of rushing on the day. James Cook had 17 carries for 73 yards, 4.3 average, also added three catches for 29 yards and a TD. Uh, Big receiving game, though, from Khalil Shakir, three catches, 115 yards, one TD. Uh... Ty Johnson also uh, had three catches for 47 yards and a TD through the air. Uh, Diggs was clamped by uh, Sauce for most of the game, didn't, didn't really get involved, but they didn't need him to get involved, and that's okay. It's nice to see the Bills win in ways where they haven't been, where if it's not going to Diggs or Kincaid, the offense kind of sputters, and now they're using other guys. Uh, now is that because of Joe Brady? I don't really know. Um, but good to see the Bills have a bounce-back game here. Uh, cornerback, Rasul Douglas, two interceptions on the day. Also had a fumble uh, fumble recovery. Uh, great trade by Brandon Bean to get him at the deadline to shore up their secondary. He is a very, very, very good corner. Uh and for a team that desperately needed corners, he comes back and helps them a ton. Uh, Leonard Floyd, two and a half sacks on the game. Uh, Terrell Bernard, that other half sack. Shaq Lawson had a sack as well. Uh, yeah, the Bills. This is the Bills team. This is the Bills team that we should expect. Again, they are. They have dug them a, dug themselves a hole. They have a very tough schedule ahead. I think they got the Eagles. Eagles this week, then a bye, and then Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins. Uh, they got to start beating some of these good teams or could be lights out for their playoff hopes here. Uh, the Jets, on the other hand, there was a lot of uh, name, or there's a lot of pointing of fingers after the game by a couple Jets players on Twitter after. Uh, Sauce Gardner says the 81-yard TD wasn't his fault. Garrett Wilson also uh, came to his own defense, blah, 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 whatever. If your players want to go immediately on Twitter after getting blown out and tweet, oh, it wasn't my fault, uh, that's on you. Uh, but yeah, this is the first time where this offense kind of looked, uh, or the defense, I should say, got torched all season, but... Not really their fault when their offense had only... How many total yards did this offense have here? They had 155 yards of total offense for the game. Uh, absolutely pathetic. Uh, Zach Wilson, 7 of 15 for 81 yards, a passing touchdown and an interception on the day. And he was benched. He was benched for Tim Boyle, who isn't much better. 7 of 14 for 33 yards and one interception. And Tim Boyle is starting for them this weekend, or this Friday, I should say, against the Dolphins. I can't fucking wait. That man sucks. So we have talked about Tommy DeVito as, I don't know how he finessed his way onto an NFL roster. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. At least Tommy DeVito was like an okay college QB. Tim Boyle in college was a bad, a bad college quarterback. Um, in his 19 career games that he played at UConn, one, one passing touchdown and 13 interceptions. Absolutely brutal. And his completion percentage was 48%. I don't know how he made his way onto the Packers and then he followed over Aaron Rodgers to that team. But Tim Boyle at flat out sucks. He is not good. I am very excited to play him on Friday. Uh, but this also just kind of goes on Joe Douglas again, where, great, you brought in Rodgers. You only have to give up a second-round pick now because of his injury. Great. However, uh, you because of Rodgers, you also signed his buddies in Alan Lazard, who sucks, Randall Cobb, who sucks, 
uh, Tim Boyle, who sucks, and you spent this money, or you, where you could have spent this money way better. Uh, Joe Douglas, I people want to put Robert Saul on the hot seat. Joe Douglas is on a way, way bigger hot seat here. Things really have to get figured out from him. Oh, the other guy I was forgetting, the offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, who's, look at that, not actually good at his job. Sean Payton was completely right about him. Uh, And again, it's hard when you only have Garrett Wilson. Actually, no, I take that back. A lot of offenses have a lot of shit to that like doesn't work and their offensive lines are bad. But if you were to give them Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, they can make it somewhat work. Uh, the Jets just doesn't doesn't work whatsoever. I can't wait to see what Tim Boyle looks like on Friday. Uh, Zach Wilson is now delegated to be the third string quarterback now. Uh, tr- Trevor Simeon will be the backup in this one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robert Sala also came out and said that the plan for Zach Wilson this year was to basically redshirt him, have him not play, uh, just watch Aaron Rodgers and learn. So obviously four plays into the season where Rodgers tears his Achilles. They didn't see this happening. They didn't see him that was good to play. Uh, but it's rather you have it or you don't. Zach Wilson doesn't have it. Has he looked better than he has in his previous years? Yes, has he still been tremendously bad? He has. Um, and I can't wait to see what old man Aaron Rodgers can do with a newly fixed Achilles against, I mean, with this bad Chargers off or bad Bills offensive line. Uh, bad, bad Jets offensive line. Sorry, I just got a text. I might be getting HN in another league. We shall see. Uh, last game up though, Sunday night football, Vikings at Broncos, Vikings 20, Broncos 21 in a comeback win. Um, Broncos currently the hottest team in football on a four game winning streak here. Uh, five and five now on the season. They're playing well. I don't think that they're playing necessarily great. Russell Wilson looks like he's back to, Seattle Russell Wilson and when I say Seattle Russell Wilson I don't mean those 2013 15 16 years where Russ was a borderline MVP candidate no I'm talking about the like the latter years where okay Russ was still good but he's not clearly that guy anymore uh but he's good Russ is a good quarterback uh happy that he's playing better he finished the day 27 of 35, 259 yard, one passing touchdown. That one passing touchdown going to Cortland Sutton to seal the game for them to win it. Uh, yeah, he's been, the Broncos have been good, and this Broncos defense has been playing much, much, much better uh, after the Dolphins hung 70 on them. They have been great. Uh, big shout out to Pat Sertain as well. As again, I put him in my top five corners to start the uh, to start the show, and he was absolute clamps on Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison three catches for actually, I mean, I don't know how much Pat Sertain was actually covering him. Either way, Pat Sertain is fucking incredible. Pat Pat Sertain is very very good. Uh, last note for the Broncos though, uh, safety Kareem. Actually, let me start that again. Let me know if you've heard this one before. Broncos safety Kareem Jackson has been suspended four games for using the crown of his helmet to target players. Um, Get him out of the league. He's not learning. Uh, He's already been suspended for this before because he kept doing it multiple times, and he did it again to Josh Dobbs in this one where he just literally torpedoes his head into a guy's chest. Like, not even that's the thing. It wasn't head-to-head this time. It was using his head as a weapon uh, on the other guy, and it's like, why would you even want to do that to yourself? You're giving yourself brain damage in the process of doing that. People will be like, oh, how are you supposed to tackle now in the NFL? There are better ways to tackle than just dropping your head using the crown of your helmet and just smacking a guy. Uh, happy he's out another four games. Clearly hasn't learned his lesson. Uh, if he does it again, I don't even know what his punishment is at this point, but you can't do that in today's NFL anymore. I don't care. I forget how long Kareem Jackson's actually been in the league for, but that just can't be happening now. That just cannot be happening. Uh, 
Either way, very good comeback for the Broncos. Four straight wins for them. Uh, Vikings on the other side. Uh, Kareem Jackson got drafted in 2010. So the old man's been around, but like, come on. This isn't your era of football anymore. The rules have changed. Get out or start playing better football. Uh, Vikings on the other side, though. It was their game for most of it. Uh, they went up, they went up early, uh, and then it was just that big Vikings, or big Broncos final quarter that put them, uh, down, uh, Josh Dobbs, 20 of 32, 221 yards, one passing touchdown, one interception, also added 21 yards and a rushing touchdown on the ground, uh, Hawkinson, four catches for 55 yards, Josh Oliver, their other tight end, four catches for 47 and a TD, uh, they played well. They played hard. Daniil Hunter, another sack on the day. Another guy who should be in the Defensive Player of the Year conversation. He's got 12 sacks on the year right now. Also three forced fumbles. Good for him. He's going to get a bag this offseason. Uh, yeah, this uh, this Vikings team is still in the playoffs. Right now they sit at 6-4, and four, I believe. 6-5, and 6-5, and five. that means that they still have their bye week coming up. Bye week, week 13. There we go. Uh, yeah, so they will need to... I think they can hang on to that. I think they can hang on to their wild card spot there. They got the Bears on Monday. Then they got the Raiders and the Bengals and the Packers. And they play the Lions twice more. Uh... Yeah, I think the Vikings are firmly in the playoffs. I'm excited to see this team in the playoffs, what they can do. I'm not expecting much from them, but they're a nice story right now. Uh, and yeah, that'll do it for the Week 11 recap. Um, yeah, I don't know what to... Oh, Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving uh, is this weekend. Three Thursday night games, and we also got the first ever Black Friday game on Friday. I don't know why that game's getting played at 3.30. I guess because Americans have that Friday off. Uh, hopefully I will be home for that one, because I would like to be home to watch the start of that game. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do Thursday's show. I might be live, live watching one of the games while I'm recording, kind of do what a part of my take does. Actually, that's a good idea. <laughs> That'll be fun. I'll recap that noon game. I'll probably be able to watch the back half of... Uh, I don't even know what the games are. Let me just figure this out here. Uh, yeah, the 12-30 game. I'll be able to recap that one. Uh, Commanders-Cowboys, I'll probably be watching it while I'm doing the podcast. And then I'll do a blind recap of Niners-Seahawks. And then, yeah, get into the preview for the rest of it. Um... Yeah, good episode. I thought I, I don't know. I thought this was one of my better episodes. So everyone listen. And I know that none of you will hear this unless you have listened. So I'm going to try to post this one more. I, I actually did really like this episode. Great job, me. We'll end it here, though. I got a busy rest of my night. And I guess I could just tell you guys what I'm what I'm up to. Get ahead to the gym, work out for a little bit, do some laundry. I got to make dinner. Got to catch up on Survivor. Uh, Got to go to bed early because snow is a coming. It was supposed to start already. I don't know if it has, but uh, yeah, I got to be up early tomorrow to remove some snow. Uh, so as always, if you have liked this, please like, share, retweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And until next time, peace.